2: This is Tom and Bach coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. Hey, what day is it? Uh, to my knowledge, Wednesday. Well, we're happier than a camel on Wednesday, baby. Jake Bakoven.
1: Coach told me when we're in Rome, we do as Romans, and when we're in Italy, we do as Italians. So, Italians, they eat pizza after the game. Tom and Buck starts now.
2: Welcome in. Hour number three. Actually, four. Yeah. Uh, it is hour number four. Wow. We have more stamina than I thought. I didn't know if we could do it. We actually filled in for Happer and Schaefer today, starting at 10 a.m., uh, and it took me an hour to get adjusted to the time because I kept thinking it was 11 o'clock the whole hour. And then since then, it's gone flawlessly. Not one mistake except for all the mistakes uh, that
3: I've made, just a few. And I think Schaefer will be back tomorrow, but he's had a rough go at it as far as a moving day based on his Twitter. Because this is his moving day. He's, he's he's moving houses. Oh, really? And so far, I think the company didn't show up. And then you know some of the paperwork's not getting done. So hopefully he's back tomorrow. Somebody needs to
2: get fired over that. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, This off the text line, 464 of Lincoln Hotline, Sunderham, text line. Not sure if you talked about this yet, but uh, Wake Forest is looking for an opponent for the Gator Bowl. We have mentioned that A&M is out due to the virus, and so uh, they're not going to play. It's uh, the 31st, right? Is that the... Uh, yeah, uh, it's next Friday. Is that... It's next Friday? Yeah, that's the 31st. That's the 31st. Um, so, Wake Forest, I feel bad for them. 11-2 season. First of all, their quarterback, their Heisman frontrunner, Kenny Pickett, has decided not to play. Well, that's Pittsburgh. Or Pittsburgh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's right. Uh, so, in this case, Wake Forest is playing uh, A&M. You're right. Yeah. Um, but – I, I do feel bad for Wake Forest. They never make a bowl game, right? <laughs> right. This is like their breakout year. Now, what are they, 6-6? Six and six? It seems like a weird matchup.
3: Wake Forest is pretty good. Remember they went to the ACC title yeah. game yeah. and lost to Pitt? Yeah. I think they're like 10-3. and three. They, they were undefeated for They were 11-2. Yeah, two. something like yeah. that.
2: There, there, there you go. Uh, but you feel bad for them because um, they get that far and they have a good year. They li- actually lost to Pitt right. uh, in the ACC title game and Kenny Pickett. Um, but then they get to a bowl game, and, and now it's probably going to
3: be canceled unless they find an opponent for them. Well, it's crazy because they're looking... They're trying to explore all options. Again, Wake Forest won't get the $5.35 yeah. $5. $5 million if yeah. the game's not played that you get to go to that yeah. game, so they definitely want to play that game, and they want to you know, cap off a season that's been very special in Wake Forest's memory, um, and so they're actually even considering right now i mean they've already asked rutgers they've, they've and, asked some teams to see if they're going to do it but most everybody's like done they're moved on to the next season their players are out of town yeah, on christmas break yeah, if you didn't make a bowl game yeah, um so now they're considering asking and somebody on the text line said this an hour ago so hats off yeah. to them they're they're thinking about uh, asking teams that have already played in a bowl game to play again that's crazy
2: that's that uh, that can't happen i mean that for the safety I just well, I mean, if you play a game yeah, in the I guess, next week, I guess, I guess that it seems crazy to me. It's supposed to be. I, I would actually rather they go the Rutgers type route, uh where you have a team that was on the cusp of making a bowl game. They had that game at the end of the year with Maryland, and the winner yeah. uh, got to go to a bowl game, and it turned out to be Maryland that got to go to a bowl game. I'd almost rather include a five and seven team, Uh but you're right; it's going to be tough to do that when everybody's home, unless there were a bunch of teams just waiting for this scenario to happen
3: which I doubt. How about in the day of name, image, and likeness you can just put together a team <laughs> yeah. from all across the country, just different guys that still want to go play in a bowl game, and they can be like the senior bowl, right? You go go right. put that senior bowl team out there. That'd be, that, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and they can have the different stickers on their helmets still. it would be fun. Yeah, I,
2: I would root for the replacement
3: team. Yeah. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, even against Wake Forest, who
2: had you know that year where for a while they thought they could be in the college football playoff. Uh, until you knew that they weren't going to be in the college football playoff.
3: When's the FCS championship game? There could also be the idea that the FCS champion gets to go on to play Wake Forest in a major bowl. That'd be cool. But I think their championship game is uh, going to be around the same time. So.
2: There used to be a thing, and you're probably too young to remember it, Bach, but uh, like the Super Bowl champion. And I remember one year they did it. I don't know how many times they did it. But like I remember the the Green Bay Packers playing the college All-Stars. In a bowl. Really? Game. Yeah. And how the poorly Green Bay, did that go? The It was close. It was close. And I think that's one of the reasons they stopped doing it. It's like, <laughs> I, you don't want the NFL team losing, even to a group of all-stars. That was back in the day. You wouldn't think that would happen in modern day, right? Yeah. I mean, no, it happened in the 70s. Yeah. This, this was in the 70s where the Super Bowl champion would play a group of college all-stars in, the, in a bowl game. And it was actually very entertaining. I mean, that's a
3: game you would watch, right, today? Yeah. Um but obviously mean, there's no motivation I for would, you but obviously now you'd rather see the jaguars instead of like the best team right yeah because then it would be more competitive
2: wasn't that the the whole debate um when nebraska won the, f- the fiesta bowl for example in 95 considered one of the greatest teams in college football history that the nebraska could beat the uh, the panthers or yeah, whoever the, the worst new teams team, that were they coming, could beat yeah. the tampa bay buccaneers back in the day or whoever was bad in that era of college football it, that would be fun. Yeah. Take the worst team in the NFL, but then you don't want, really want to embarrass anybody, I guess.
3: Well, I was also thinking just um, <laughs> just because of how things went so poorly, yeah. speaking of Jacksonville, yeah. with Urban Meyer, is like I, I would like to go through a list of coaches and who you think would, would have done better at Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, you know, Kirk Ferentz had this long right. – uh, for a while was, was regarded as yeah. maybe an NFL prospect. Do you think he would have done better in Jacksonville than Urban? That's a good question. Because <laughs> it can't get much worse. Uh, he, might have, he might not have hired his strength and conditioning coach. That's probably true. <laughs> so it might not have got off to the Urban, hard side. I think he fired just, that guy. I think a lot of coaches go through this.
2: Nick Saban kind of went through it. I'm just a college coach. Yeah. I, that's what I do well. I can be a tyrant in college. And I don't think as much as you used to be able to. Uh, but I think those guys that are so crazy over-the-top driven – and so focused on, and they can get away with this is the wrong word, but push it around 18, 19 year olds right? a little bit, being a little more domineering.
3: Well, and it's uh, even like at that time, you're, you know, kind of maybe you don't want to say father figure, um, uh, but, you know, that sort of role, the kind of the traditional coach role was once you're a pro. You know, you're you're making money. You're an adult. You, no. you don't need a father no. figure type anymore, you know?
2: I wonder if that, you know, part of that was, you know, Sabin didn't work in the NFL. But, you know, a lot of it's just uh, whoever has the most talent in the NFL usually wins. Uh, and then creativity usually gets you to beyond that to maybe a Super Bowl champion. You know, you have to, but you have to start with talent. And the Jags have had no talent. And it wasn't just Urban. Nobody's worked with Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, I thought I, I was actually surprised that he was let go, uh, but uh, they just wanted to get rid of him. Bring
3: it, it back was, Del Rio, right? Del Rio had <laughs> was
2: probably their best coach so far. Yeah. Uh, I want to do, uh, we, we have college football questions. We're talking about Texas A&M. Uh, bowing out of the Peach Bowl, what what, what bowl is it? It is uh, what bowl is that? Oh, for Texas A&M? Um, um That because I keep thinking Pittsburgh. There's so but, many bowls now. Uh, but anyway, they, it's New Year's Eve. Gator Bowl, Gator, Gator Bowl, bowl. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Yeah, there you go. They bowed out, and now um, and now Wake Forest needs an opponent. And Bach mentioned that there are some teams that maybe will could play two bowl games uh, because it doesn't look like you're going to get. Rutgers has declined to go to the Gator Bowl, as you mentioned. And it doesn't look like there are going to be a lot of 5-7 and seven type teams available uh, to get into that game. So I feel bad for Wake Forest. as They just have to – they had a good season, and yet they might
3: have to just Canceled their best thing—the best thing that's happened to them in a long time—and just sports teams in general. I, I was making a joke about this to you uh-huh. off air the other day that we could almost do a segment every twenty minutes and tell you who's in the COVID protocol now. It's—I it's uh-huh. ha- mean, Luka Doncic and Trey Burke just have entered the, uh-huh. the COVID nineteen protocol. Um, you know, and, and you—I could do this. I could I could update you every twenty minutes because it, it's new. Um, you know, other some other team being impacted by it.
2: Yeah, it's it's just the world we live in, right? Um, we're on the. It, fifth different strand it feels like of the virus of the covid virus and it also feels like what you know has been said in the past that this thing is never going to go away viruses just don't go away it's it might be it might be something that's just around forever um and we're always going to be talking about it hopefully we're not always this buttoned down forever and that we can deal with these things and we find new drugs that you know will account for getting teams over the hump if they do come down with viruses maybe you can uh, have guys play if they don't show symptoms but right now we're we're still in extra extra cautious mode
0: the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
3: Well, and and this is uh, Randy Ball of uh, of the Star Tribute pointed this out. Every headline on ESPN right now, if you go to ESPN.com, there's, you know, they have the eight major yeah. headline. Every one of them is COVID related. Uh, whether it's Joe Johnson signing with going back to the NBA, mm-hmm. the NFL nearly canceling games, the Gator Bowl we're talking about. NHL um, is shut down. NHL shut down Alabama's assistance. I mean, that's, yeah. that's going to be interesting because the playoffs are coming up. Um, Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone have tested positive. I, I think they'll be ready to play yeah. by then. But certainly there will be people on Alabama, yeah. Michigan that won't be able to play, um, you know, on those on those playoff teams. So. It's just just a crazy world right now.
2: Remember last year they were doing a lot of that where coaches can coach up until like game time and then they had to shut down their microphone uh, or whatever they could communicate with the other coaches. Why not just let those coaches coach from wherever they're coaching from? If They have to coach from a a monitor in their living room. What's the problem with that? I mean, get get these things in and make the product really good Uh, because I'm very excited about the national – you know the national championship playoffs. I mean, these are—it's New Year's Eve. We're all looking forward to what's going to happen on New Year's Eve with the the college football playoffs. And I want the product to be great. So, get rid of some of your rules if they're if they're because cons- it's really nobody's fault at this point, right? Right. You, we've all been vaccinated. Almost everybody has, certainly in this realm of college football, and most people have been vaccinated twice and had the booster, and in many cases, had it. Uh, so let's get to the point where it's nobody's fault, so let's make every effort
3: so these coaches can participate. Well, uh, it's just frustrating, especially as a college football fan, that this is happening. I mean, can you imagine the NBA rosters if the playoffs were right now? I mean, it would just be so disoriented and not mm-hmm. the teams. I mean, and I, that's what I'm hoping for these playoff teams is just that, you know, fine, the bowl, the bowl games can be impacted. We've all acknowledged uh, the bowl games uh, don't uh, matter quite as much. I mean, People are opting out without the COVID part. Um but um it, it I just I hope it doesn't affect the playoffs too much and I hope that this is not the same um you know the same level of, of, of having this problem of be- guys being out left and right for the NFL playoffs, for the NBA playoffs. And like you said, the NHL, I mean it completely shutting down. Um when it comes championship time, it, it it's just very odd about yeah. who's available, right? Yep.
2: Uh let's get to ask Bach. I ask Bach a bunch of questions about college football, we've kind of gone down that road, so let's continue down that road. Missouri's Tyler Batty, uh, who led the SEC in rushing, has bowed out very late in the process. He's not gonna play today in the armed Force, uh armed forces bowl versus Army. That's kind of a late I mean I don't That's really
3: if late. you're gonna bow out that's kind of late. Give your team some notice beforehand. Uh, yeah, he's like the best running back in the SEC um, preparing for the NFL draft. But, you know, he must have really wrestled with this decision, I suppose. Uh, and it, it's interesting, too. I mean, because you don't, it's funny because you don't really pay attention to Army and Navy all that much until the Army-Navy game. Oh. And now I know that Army's coming off the loss to Navy, uh, but now Missouri without their best player. Um, again, it's just whether it's, it's it's the COVID thing or players jumping out. The bowl games are just very weird. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if you're going to ask me about Pitt, but I mean that quarterback position in general is so odd because Pitt's got Kenny Pickett who opted out. Um, they have Kaden Slovis who's going to start obviously coming in next year. You don't have Mark Whipple; he's yeah. gone. So there's just somebody that's going to start that Pitt game with no future really in line with Pitt. And just kind of there in a moment in history, it's just very strange.
2: Would you be upset with a rule that says if you take a a new job in the offseason or, you know, before the bowl game, um, you still have to coach your team or if they ask you to coach the team? Like, I understand why Mark Whipple would say, you know, I got to help recruit for Nebraska. I got to get this thing in order. But it's really unfair what Pittsburgh's going through right now.
3: Yeah, whether it's early signing day, I had a problem with how Nebraska had to, you know, had, I mean, the way that they went about their business, right? I, I call it the athletic department giving up on the season before the last two games um, because they had to fire staff and move on. And, and all that was positioning for, you know, this part of the season where you grab guys before bowl games and and go out there and uh, recruit, obviously, for early signing day. I think we have to find a way... Um, to either let the bowl games go, which I would hate to see, as a, as a, you know, with expansion of the playoffs, the kind of lessening the importance of them, or whatever, or to include them into the the whole system, yeah. like you said, let's wait on this whole transfer portal and the si- early signing day and all that stuff till after the bowl game. But of course, uh, you know that would that would shift some schedules, make a lot more difficult months yeah. in the early months for the coaching staffs. Um, but it just it feels so disoriented right now. And these bowl games are so weird. I mean, they're they're just not even the products that you sign up for, for the teams that you want to see the best players aren't playing, you know, well,
2: even, you know, Dan Lanning, who, uh, you know, is coaching Georgia in the playoff. has has got to have his mind, you know, thinking about Oregon. Oh yeah. Uh, He just took that gig there. Uh, Miami's dealing with the COVID outbreak. You mentioned all these stories are COVID-related seemingly. They play uh, Washington State in the Tigers' Sun Bowl December 31st. Well, how many bowls do you think will be canceled? This can't be it, right? It doesn't feel like there's big potential. Wake Forest, Texas A&M canceled. They're not going to get a replacement team, I don't think. Yeah, um, There's going to be bowl games canceled.
3: Yeah, well, the other thing is, if the, I mean that's that's the makeup bowl, right? Is is yeah. if another game is canceled, then the team without the yeah. COVID problem will jump into the Wake Forest yeah. Gator bowl. So uh, I think there's a chance we see Wake Forest, but I think you're right; there are probably going to be more cancellations along the way, and it will probably leave at least one team uh, out of the mix. You know that, that is fully healthy by the end of this.
2: Yeah, uh, USC quarterback, of course, Caden Slovich is headed to Pitt. Uh, how sad are you about this? That Nebraska does not get him?
3: I think he was the biggest name in the portal, and I kept saying this. that He's at least this this experiment that has to put together to get that quarterback in my mind um, to give this an extra year, to bring in Mark Whipple, to do all this. Uh, I think you need a solid guy there that gets the, the fan base excited. I think Slovich would have done that. I don't know if there's somebody in the portal right now that necessarily does that for me other than that. Um, but, you know, I can I can always go back to the fact that I don't know how good of an idea it is to have a not very mobile quarterback behind this offensive line yeah. and we'll see it looks like that's going to be the, the the deal moving forward so if they go ahead and get a pro style or excuse me a, you know a pocket quarterback yeah. um anyway and it's not as big a name as Salvage, then it'll hurt a little bit more but yeah i think that guy's got potential i, th- I think he's pretty solid uh probably the best name that i liked in, yeah. in the portal left his best year 2019 3,500
2: yards 30 tds uh, played really well. When's the year. last
3: time you heard of a, a stat like that for a Nebraska quarterback? Uh,
2: let me think about it. Never, <laughs> never. Uh, there's a three-way tie, Bach, for the College Football Comeback Player of the Year. Aiden Hutchinson, who didn't play in 2020 because of a, a bad ankle. Uh, you had Mackenzie Milton, the leg injury, and JJ Weaver, a linebacker, a linebacker from uh, Kentucky. They all, they all shared it. Oh, they—they they did. This isn't the finalists? This yeah, is everybody. Th- yeah. The co award yeah. for everybody. Oh, I thought I
3: thought they had shared it. Uh-huh.
2: Um, maybe it's just nominated.
3: Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, that's—it's hard to argue with Hutchinson. I mean, he made it all the way. Haven't all the awards been York. given out <laughs> for thought, the most part? I thought we had given out all the awards. <laughs> the comeback player can wait, a little, uh, maybe a little maybe, bit, I, but I guess. Um, yeah, I, and everybody obviously uh, was cheering for the the, the, the Florida yeah. State quarterback in that situation, former uh, UCF quarterback, but. You know, after week one, it was very cool, kind of a cool story that didn't quite end in a win, but I I don't think he had quite the season to probably compete with Aiden Hutchinson, who ended up in New York. Uh, Let's
2: see. What else? Uh, Wyoming, Kent State, 52-38. And they both wore yellow pants the whole game. It was confusing. That was annoying. Uh, I was happy for Craig Yeah. Uh, Did you
3: see him get uh, his head dumped on with french fries? Yeah, I mean, and and of course... uh, Frank Solich has had this before, yeah. so I mean, eventually, I think we're going to see the whole, you know, 2002 staff with French fries poured over that them. Eventually, a, that's a
2: tradition in that bowl game played <laughs> at Boise. The I Blue do field. like it, though. Would you? Would you be
3: bothered by the grease factor? No, I would probably end up eating the fries. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the ones that you find on your shirt later. I might. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd sure have hey, a handful.
2: Be yeah. honest. Who hasn't done that? Yeah, I know. Like you lose a fry in your <laughs> shirt, and then
3: later that night. It's, uh, I wouldn't go. I don't usually go hours after. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe, if maybe not a, later. Later that night. Yeah. But just a
2: uh, few minutes later. Yeah. Uh, today you got. Uh, let's see. Missouri versus Army. Who you got in the Armed Forces ball.
3: I don't know. I, I mean that's interesting, especially without uh you know, you know Batty in there. Um. I, I. You know. I always still lean toward the the, the Power Five opponents. And again, watching Army fall short against a not very good Navy team though Navy played a really difficult schedule so that's part of the reason why the record was so bad I'll, I'll, I'll still lean towards Missouri I like I like what Josh heupel has got going up there yeah they, you know they had a top I think
2: 10 recruiting class Missouri. yeah that's right they had a big class they, they, they did really well in recruiting so uh, we'll see uh, where missouri goes um, army's a fun team to watch too i, yeah. I like watching oh, yeah, that offense. Uh, let's get to break and come back with more it's tom and bach on 93.7 the ticket the you're ticket listening to tom and bach watch live on facebook youtube or twitch